Brilliant. Dazza's podcast. I've always wanted to come yeah, on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, welcome to Not Another Whiskey Podcast. We're doing a 30 minutes with one of my favourite brands, Larkfire. If you have been under a whiskey rock and you haven't heard about Larkfire, I'm going to explain my story and how I got involved in Larkfire. So rewind about a year and a half ago and I'm in a shop in Scotland and I see Larkfire sitting on a shelf. Out of interest, I buy a four pack of it. I take it home, I do some social media on it and the guys from Larkfire tell me to grab uh, the same dram, put some tap water in it and put some lark fire and see the difference. Now at this point I am almost 20 years in the whiskey industry and I never really had a conversation about what water, what, what difference I suppose water makes when you add it to your whiskey and it blew my mind how much it changed everything. Uh, so for me it was, a, it was a really eye-opening sort of conversation and experiment to do and from that I started working with the, the guys from Lark Fire which has been an absolute pleasure. And Daz, we're sitting here in Edinburgh and we've got James and Alan from Larkfire. Welcome to the show, guys. Great to have you here. Ah, good morning. Um, <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks for having us. And uh, may I add, may I add, really like the podcast, Daz. Yes, thanks. Thanks, James. That means a lot. James's running joke is it's Daz's podcast. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's great. The podcast works really well, yeah. and we really enjoy listening to it on our long journeys up and down to Scotland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you've got a long trip from where you guys live up to Lewis. <laughs> you, know, you know what I really like as well is Highland Spring water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with Highland Spring if, yeah. if that's what you want. But yeah. if you want the best water for whiskey, you need to look elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, all right. Do you know what I like it? Because what I love is the challenge. I always remember one of the things that we used to hear a lot when we were younger was the only thing you should put in whiskey is another whiskey. You know, mixing whiskey as a bartender, sacrilegious, you know, you'd, you'd be shamed in a bar or a venue for serving a whiskey cocktail, for even daring to mix a whiskey drink. And it's all changed now. It feels like that's sort of softened a little bit. And and for you guys, my view and, and sort of Mitch, and I'm aware of a couple of other waters that, that have existed in the past as well that have looked at this and it's all about fine-tuning your whiskey, isn't it? It's, hmm. it's that sort of, ability to add something that just enhances it in the way that you want in a really controlled way which is what it's about the really important thing is getting a water that doesn't actually change the flavors just allows them to release so anything you add to whiskey which is already hugely chemically complex is going to have an effect so you actually want the water to do a job rather than change a flavor and the job it's doing is just releasing those flavors from the ethanol so that you can get more of what's already in the whiskey and the great thing about adding water to whiskey is changing the experience. It's not actually changing the whiskey. So for us, it was about finding a great water. Jim did the research, spent years looking for the right water. And we'll talk a little bit about why, why even set off on that journey. Mm. But now that we've got this fantastic product and we're working with the whiskey industry, and it's an absolute joy to work in the whiskey industry. It, people are so much fun. We've had a lot of fun together. And I'm sure we'll have lots more as, as we uh, continue with our exploits in the industry. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's very cool. And James, I want to hand it over to you um, because you started up Larkfire. So how did this all come around? Uh, right. Well, it takes us back, I think, back to 2017. Um, and I was sitting in a bar with Mark, who's the co-founder uh, in London. And we were having a dram. I think we were celebrating something. can't remember what. 
Um, but uh, it must have been. Do, do you need an excuse? No, not really. Uh, it was, uh, and I, I remember it was it was quite a large tram. So I, I went to the bar and said, "Have you got any water? Because um, I'd like to take a bit of water for my whiskey." And the the choices were London tap water, or um, I think it was Evian. So it just got us thinking, really, about you know what is the best water for whiskey. So that sort of started. That was the that was a starting gun. Um, because we really, between us, thinking that, you know, London water, I mean, it's, it's pretty horrible at the best of times. But then you think about the sort of crafting of a fantastic whiskey and what, what, what it actually takes, you know, three years in a cast to start with. Um, only three products. And it makes you wonder, really, when you put so much love and care into making this fantastic whiskey, you know, when it comes to drinking it, you should you should show equal care about what you choose to put in it. And actually, it's... You know, as we mentioned earlier, it's your whiskey. You can do whatever you like with it. Mm. And that might be uh, turning it into a cocktail, whatever. But, you know, you almost have to treat it with the respect that it's been given through those years of craft and care. So that started the journey. And um, so we did lots of research. We didn't just jump in. And it took us to a couple of chemists in, um, in Sweden. So what we were thinking about initially was the role that water plays in whiskey post-production. So we're in the drinking element. And uh, there was a study done around, um, it was around how uh, dilution. So that was the starting point, was around dilution. Why do you add water to whiskey? What does it do? What's the chemical reaction? And all these things are quite important. Um, and it's important to understand what, you know, why you would add water in the first place. And what we learned to, to you know, sort of simplify things is that the flavor compounds attach themselves or attached to the ethanol compounds. So when you're drinking your tramp, particularly cast tramp, all the flavor is held within the whiskey in the body of the whiskey. So when you're adding water, what happens is it unlocks those compounds and they come to the surface of the drink and, and, and into the nose. So that's why the, the, the flavor, um, the, the nose of the whiskey changes. It releases those compounds. So we looked at dilution and you know we, we thought about what the sort of correct level of dilution is. Obviously, it's different for everyone. Um, but um, we looked around 28%, which is, you know, it's, it's quite a significant dilution that, in that respect. And then um, really what we were interested in is, you know, what's the best type of water? So as uh, Moff uh, alluded to earlier, it's very com chemically complex. So ultimately you're, you're after something that has got as little in it as possible. So that started the journey and we set off across Scotland. We met some amazing people. We were, you know, given haunches of venison. We, we... We, we drank water out of muddy springs. This is, a, this is my vision, is exactly that. Is you guys with a two-pronged stick, yeah. finding little puddles of water around <laughs> Scotland and just tasting them all. And yeah. I've ever seen a picture you showed me and you just opened your boot and it was just full of like bottles of, of a water. A bottle of water. So, yeah, we, we got really stuck in. It was, you know, uh, the, the wind was blowing, shall we say, that it was pissing it down with rain. Yeah. But, you know, it was... It, it was an incredible journey, but, you know, I, I remember handing the knife, uh, well, the carving knife over to Moff and say, look, I can't do this. I'm just a feeble wee man. Uh, you're going to have to do this. And Moff looks like desperate Dan anyway, so it was a bit, a bit of cow pie for him. Uh, it was always going to work out. So, so anyway, we, we looked at the geology of Scotland. So we looked at, um, you know, where, where we suspected that the, 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 the purest water would be. So this is water without any hardness, so without calcium. We were looking for, for something that was just very soft and pure, and we ended up in Lewis. So Lewis, uh, the, the predominant rock in Lewis is Lewisham Nice. 
which is three and a half billion year old um, rock, uh, some of the oldest rock in the world, uh, certainly the oldest rock in Europe. And it's very hard. And so what happens if you ever fly over Lewis, it's, it looks like there's just puddles everywhere. So the water sits on top of the surface. It doesn't take on any of the mineral content. So it's, it's, I, I consider it ultra soft. So it leaves a sort of, um, in your mouth, it's sort of slightly viscous, viscous and it's quite soft. It's like almost syrupy in your mouth. Doesn't yeah. taste of anything, doesn't smell anything. Hallelujah. Perfect. I think that's, and that's the interesting part of Larkfire is whenever I start doing a tasting with it, I get everyone to try it just the water. And the reaction you always get from people is like, wow, this is super soft and it does give you that yeah. coating. And I think that comes across with the whiskey as well. Yeah. So, so we're in Lewis um, and what we did then, we tested lots of different um, locks. Uh, and See, I've been training him well. Yeah. When yeah, I first met James, that, he always said locks. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and um, so uh, we were talking with the Stornoway Trust, which is the, uh, the oldest community landlord in Scotland since 1923. Essentially, they... They, under their stewardship, is a number of locks, and we tested the water from these, and we found the the perfect lock, lock, and 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 we took took the water back, and we 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 did lots of testing on it, and this this was our ideal water. So then we lay a two and a half kilometer pipe, and that was in twenty nineteen. So that was twenty nineteen, and um, so now, and yeah, our water's batched as well, so there is a, a changes between. Uh, the various production runs, but but you know, obviously, predom predominantly, it's just ultra soft. And the benefit of being up in Lewis is it's permanently raining. So, uh, you know, it's literally filling our little lock up uh, on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, um... <laughs> and it's interesting because it's, it's so interesting look at the, looking at the progression of Larkfire. You know, when I came on board with you guys, it was very much this new brand that wasn't really that well known because you guys started off and then lockdown hit and you were getting a little bit of momentum and then obviously that was just knocked on the head. What's really interesting now with the brand is everyone's really starting to be aware with, uh, of it within the whiskey world uh, and out with the whiskey world. And, you know, I think going back to something that we all did together was that Lewis trip, which was kind of the first, I suppose, social media PR trip for Larkfire. That was a lot of fun. Right in the middle of summer, summer solstice, I think it was, yeah. up to Lewis. It was uh, the world's best trip, I think it's been described. <laughs> uh, well, was that 2020? It was, 2020. It? 2020, uh, yeah. So effectively, it was it was um, our official launch. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that was our first opportunity to get people from the industry, some influencers. We pulled this group of disparate characters together and headed off into... Dirty one, Dozen. <laughs> dirty Dozen. Um, <laughs> and took them off to, to Lewis, really to show people that Larkfire is connected to the community in which we get the water. And we had a lot of fun on that trip. It was, um, it was a great experience for everybody involved. But we were also really conscious that we had to use that trip to springboard the brand, really, mm -hmm. and, and to really set off on the road to making it what it is and and thankfully the the trip was a great success barring one or two minor incidents which uh, we might talk about later yeah. um, <laughs> well let's talk about them now i think one of them was we almost burnt down the house or i should say daz almost burnt down the yeah. house with, so, we were I mean, it was a lovely was lodge and yeah. thankfully it's still standing yeah. Um, yeah 12th century lodge that daz just about set on fire well can i explain um <laughs> so you gave me it's your fault you gave me a dram of whiskey which was not particularly pleasant no so I threw it in the fireplace, not really thinking about the strength of the alcohol <laughs> of that whiskey. 
<laughs> which, which created a fireball. Which a, uh, li- a little bit went onto the mantelpiece. And then it went up onto the mantelpiece. Yeah. So the mantelpiece was on fire. Um, <laughs> but I reacted very quickly. You did. Um, and I used all my fire training for my 13-year-old and 14-year-old Duke of Edinburgh training. And I put it out. So yeah. I saved your lives. Yeah, it yeah. was it was great. And you are now the official Larkfire fire steward. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, no no soft furnishings were damaged. In, no, in the no, of no, no. I think one of, one of the highlights for me for that trip from that trip was the, the bar that we, we created on the edge of a cliff. That was, uh, that I was mean, unbelievable. Not much health and safety going on there. It was like, uh, what, 150 no, foot drop and we yeah, were we about d- well, 10 feet away? You say there wasn't much health and safety involved, Mitch. In actual fact, as you know, I was, I was planning the entire trip for many weeks in yeah. a Advance, and we'd done our risk assessment and we'd, yeah. we'd made sure that those two whiskey barrels were perfectly stable and safe on the edge of that cliff and, and you'll note that we didn't get any of the guests to go too close to the edge we just allowed you to just be there me. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and then the sacrificial lamb that is much better <laughs> and i also remember someone throwing in some fizzy mixer in there into my cocktail shaker right? yeah. <laughs> and making me fucking we shake ne- it we never quite got to the bottom of who that was mitch yeah it was you actually yeah 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 but what it is an amazing place, and 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 having a place to go and see the loch, um, you know where where the water comes from, and and getting that sense of place, that idea of culture and all that sort of stuff was really cool because I hadn't been up before. Yeah, I think for yeah. for for us as well, it was important that having found such a great water source, we actually rooted the business in the community as well, and the tasting that we did during that trip in McNeil's. That was class, yeah. Yeah, it was so much fun. Had loads of local people come in, enjoy some whiskey. We had the great brand ambassadors talking about their whiskey. But actually, it was just about having fun and just bringing Larkfire to the people that live in Lewis and Harris and getting them to understand that we're we're in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that our business contributes positively to the community. And ultimately, we want to get to a point where we can open a visitor centre, work with the local uh, whiskey shop there. Ian's a fantastic guy at the uh, Island Spirit Whiskey Shop. And um, he helped us hugely with the tasting. Now, we're a brand new brand at that point. Nobody's even heard of us. We only just put the product in the first cans. But we were welcomed with open arms by the whiskey industry itself, which has been great, Mm -hmm. but also the people from Lewis. And that's that's really important to us. Well, I think it's that sense of place, as you said, Dan. Uh, Dan, sorry. Dan, who's Dan? You call me Dan. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, he answers to anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sense of place and that atmosphere as well. I think it's um, it's a very atmospheric product, and I think that helped to sort of help you know probably you guys understand what it was all about and why this sort of water is so special. Mm. Um, and you know, I think that goes back also to our mantra, which is "Great whiskey deserves great water," and and I think it's part of that story as well. You know, this is. This is uh, probably one of the hardest places um, to, 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 to get your water from. Um, and we think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I think it is really important that this lovingly crafted whiskey is enjoyed with best water. I mean, yeah. why, 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 why should you not have the best water? I, I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah, and I think as well, what I like about the ethos of Lark Fire is it's not being it's not not about being precious with how you drink it you know it's not like a certain amount of like a pipette that goes in of, of a couple of drops of water and then it's gone to the next level with Larkfire, with Larkfire sparkling right which has just been launched yeah. yeah and and that sort of opened up a whole new bit of the market for us mm-hmm. because you know as dad said right at the beginning of the podcast that the, the whiskey world is changing it's changing rapidly and the way people are enjoying whiskey is changing 
and there's far more experimentation going on and mixing cocktails with whiskey, highballs, long drinks, making whiskey part of that early part of the evening, making it more accessible is what we're all about. And actually, you know, we, 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 we launched Whiskey Highball Day earlier this year with about four weeks notice, but managed to get 16 whiskey brands to jump on straight away yeah. and work with us and partner with us because we're doing some of the right things in their eyes and, and we're a good partner to, to be involved in. Um, and that's, that's really encouraging as well. I mean, we, we were drinking highballs last night, guys. Yeah. You know, it, it, two uh, years ago, would we have been drinking highballs? Probably not. Nah, it would have been a cocktail. Yeah. It would have been a sour or something yeah. like that, probably on arrival at an event or something. And I, I was, I mean, I was really inspired by the story of, of how much work actually went in to finding the softest water, the, the scientists that were involved, the time commitment that you guys had put in to make that happen, the tastings, and you talked me through some of the tastings that you guys had done, and I was just quite quite blown back by that. You know, I was I was quite amazed by that. I suspect the sparkling was probably quite similar. How many versions of bubbles did you do? We, 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 we've certainly played around with a lot of variations on, on levels of carbonation or fizz, but yeah. we also wanted to keep the product as close to the original premise, which is just the best water for whiskey. So we now think we've got the best sparkling water for highballs or cocktails. Mm. It's the best mixer for whiskey. And that's where we didn't put any stabilizers in it. We, we didn't put any additives or sugars that can give it a flavor because mm. a lot of a lot of soda water actually has a flavor mm -hmm. uh, we wanted it just to be the water but it's fizzy yeah and you know carbonation is quite a difficult thing to to adjust uh, but we think we've got it right it holds its bubbles yeah and it, it holds that mouth feel it's still soft it's still got a really nice texture viscous texture in the mouth um but it's not changing the flavor so all the flavor in a highball is coming from the whiskey it's not coming from our water. And, you know, we, we laugh about, you know, why is the water so good? Well, it doesn't taste of anything. Yeah. And that is actually right at the heart of it. It's doing a job with the whiskey. It's not changing the flavor. It's also the right volume. I spent a bit of time in Japan in the past and masters of the highball. And there's a few things that we get wrong in the UK. We have big glasses, soft drinks glasses. Yeah. We have um, poor ice generally as well. And, and it's the right volume of soda in your highball is really important to make sure you get the balance between whiskey and, and soda absolutely bang on or sparkling water bang on. And I think that's what you guys have, have done in the size of the can. Yeah, we, we worked, we worked, well, it took a lot of advice actually, because mm. we're not whiskey experts, we're enthusiasts. We love drinking the stuff, but we, you know, we haven't got the kind of expertise that, that other people in the industry have. And you know, people like Colin Scott, who helped us right at the beginning from Shivers Regal, his name's on the bottle, mm. whiskey legend. He couldn't have been more helpful because he's a real advocate for adding water to your whiskey yeah. to get the flavour. And so when we talked about ratios for highballs, we did our research and found, you know, what is the optimum? If we can get a 50 mil dram and a 150 mil can, actually that works really well. That's the perfect ratio. Yeah. And most of the people we talked about said, you know, don't, don't try and get a big can and make it even longer because you'll lose the flavor, but equally you, you want that long drink with all the flavoring. So we definitely, we listen a lot, we're learning a lot. We, we definitely have approached the industry with, with open arms and open ears because we're, we're not experts. Yeah. There's a lot, you know, whiskey is one of the most talked about drinks in the world. Yeah, there people are, sit and discuss yeah. it. Yeah. People sit on yeah. podcasts about it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it's quite challenging being this boring. Because <laughs> you know, ultimately, we're trying to be really boring with what we're doing. 
And we take it ridiculously seriously as well. This, this, <laughs> this, this sparkling um, laugh fire, it, it's taken probably 18 months to put bubbles in it. Yeah. And, and, you know, ultimately we want it to be sort of pretty boring, really. We want it to be a plain water with bubbles. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's the purpose of what we're trying to do because the star of the show is the whiskey. How much water you choose to add, if you choose to add, you know, that's irrelevant to us. What we mm-hmm. want to do is make sure that when you do add water, you add the best. Yeah. Um, and that's really, really important. And it is quite a simple mantra, but it is about being pretty boring, which Moff and I are pretty good at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've done, a, I've done a couple of nights over you boys and you know that dog. Uh, I don't think yeah, anyone no, would describe you as that, Jim. We, we, <laughs> we put all of our enthusiasm into enjoying whiskey. So um, mm. most of uh, what we're trying to do at the moment is plan the next trip, the uh, the next visit. Yeah. We, we want to work with loads more people in the industry. We've been lucky that we've created partnerships with some of the big whiskey brands mm-hmm. and some of the smaller whiskey brands, some of the you know brand new whiskey brands that are just releasing their first their first products. And we've found that we we've got a role to play with the massive businesses like William Grant's right down to the new blenders like Peter Woven. You yeah. know we've got an opportunity to work with all of these guys, and we actually want to work with more people in the industry because we are the neutral partner. Yeah. I think you, you add a, there's an added value though with Lark Fire and I see it a lot when I do tastings and I have Lark Fire there. It's the ritual and, and it's that little attention to detail that people get really surprised by. You know, you can see that, you can see their faces light up going, what's this? And you go, well, that's, it's, it's water for your whiskey but it's, it's from here and it's pure, it doesn't affect flavour, but it allows you to sort of manipulate, you know, how much dilution you want and things like that. And you in the can and the pouring and all of that is is just a lovely ritual. Mm. And it elevates the little experience that they're having at that particular time. And, and and so you're it's not just about being boring. Actually, you're adding a little bit of specialness, a little bit of magic dust to that whiskey drinking moment, which is really cool. And we're also it's it's a consistency as yeah. well. So whether you've tried a whiskey at a distillery, you've done the tour, you've gone into the tasting room, you've had three great whiskies, and every every distillery you go to ends their tour with, and if you want to add a little bit of water, yeah. we're now that water. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the difference. Yeah. You know, we're and then when you want to take it away, and you can take it back to America or Japan or Taiwan or wherever you visited from, England, it doesn't matter that you had an experience up there that you can't replicate, you yeah. can now replicate it uh, because the water will always be the same. Yeah. And I think uh, I, you know, one of the best comments I've ever heard about the water was somebody describing it as like the water he used to have. Mm. You know, so I think mm. there's um, a lot to be said for that. You know, water has changed. Uh, the regulations have changed. A lot of people say that Scotland has amazing tap water, and it does. But, you know, by law, we're adding chlorine and we're going to start adding, if you've not already got fluoride, that will be added as well. And these things do actually make a large difference. Mm. Once you've smelt water, tap water, and smelt the chlorine in it, you can't really get it out you of You can't unsmell it. I you mean, can't unsmell well, it. Well, we've had that conversation before because, you know, my house up in Speyside, that runs off the water source for Dal Yun, yeah. and it's not from Maine's water. And whenever I'm up You're there... fortunate. You know, we, we've, we, you guys have stayed there with me. The tap water there is unbelievable. But when I come back to Edinburgh and as soon as I have some tap water I instantly smell that chlorine because you're I'm right Jim it has got a bit boring yeah well, well yeah. I was going to I was going to I was, was, was going to take you back I was going to take you back take you back a hundred years oh. so to the start of the highball and the highball actually 
was created for towns and cities because the water's so bad in towns and cities, they started chlorinating it. Mm -hmm. But the people who were drinking whiskey were saying, this tastes disgusting. You know, they didn't want to add it to the, um, to the whiskey. So that's why soda was started to be added. Yeah. Back in the, um, well, it, it's arguable whether it's the late, or well, who started it for a start. I mean, I think you started it, you Mob. Yeah, yeah, about 100 yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah. 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 invention. Right, so... Um, sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, 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 it's fine. But uh, that, I was that, just going to bore that, you a bit more. That, that, yeah, 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 Let's talk about what's next for Larkfar. What's the plans? So what's next? I mean, in the fun side of the uh, the, the business, we're, we're planning a trip to the Western Isles, our next sort of uh, whiskey ambassadors and influencer trip. Uh, we were, I think we may have got a bit carried away last night. We were talking about seaplanes and... Uh, no, 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 you were chatting about that 10 minutes ago. <laughs> that wasn't last night. That's that's definitely happening. So we're going to we're gonna go and uh, we're going to visit Jura and then we're going to hop over to uh, Bunhaven on Isla. And then down to Campbelltown, and uh, probably finish off in in Arran, uh, working with basically people who've who've been happy to work with us. And during lockdown, we did a whole range of tastings. You guys obviously on some of those, and we were supported really well by by whiskey producers and their ambassadors because it was really difficult to do anything. And uh, part of that process of introducing the product to to people was getting whiskey from the likes of White and Mackay, from Distel and from all these these huge brands that are far more established than we were, but they were willing to support. And we had a lot of fun on those uh, tastings. They weren't what you would call a classic beard-scratching, nosing tasting. We just told silly stories and, and, and had a laugh. Yeah. And They were good tastings. Mm. The online I thought tastings the host was guys. amazing. Yeah, the yeah, host yeah, was yeah. okay. Yeah. It was good when Daz did it. Yeah, when Daz did it. Yeah, yeah, it was the best. And then uh, our annual trip, which is our sort of, you know, anchor point in the calendar is uh, it's always going to be around the summer solstice and so we'll be taking a, a group up to Orkney next year and inviting a mixture of people from the industry but also influencers and journalists to come and experience an amazing part of the world and Teddy is going to manfully host us at at Highland Park, and uh, we'll have a lot of fun on that trip as well. Yeah. There's a more serious side is we're, we're building, you know, strategic partnerships with the whiskey industry. Uh, we're going to be announcing one very very soon, just waiting for the press releases to be signed off. But uh, that's the first of many, and uh, we've got great, great opportunities to get the product into people's hands through bars in Edinburgh and London and all over the UK. And we'll be doing some activation, particularly around sparkling. We're working with some music uh, music venues and uh, music experiences to connect with a new audience mm-hmm. and uh, introduce whiskey if they're not already familiar with it, that it's a, it's a really accessible drink and we can have a lot of fun with it. So we're going to be doing some live events and, and basically just getting the product out there and, yeah. and, and enjoying the process as well. And then let's talk about availability. Where is Larkfire available around the world right now? Because we've got a lot of international listeners now, guys. We do, yeah. yeah. So we've we've sent our first product over to America. Nice. Uh, working with 20 influencers over there to seed the product into the market. And we'll be available on uh, Amazon in the US initially. I'd imagine the US whiskey drinker is going to love... We, we get a lot of hits on the website yeah. <laughs> yeah. from, from an, I think, about 11 different states now. And there's definitely a core of whiskey drinkers in the US mm-hmm. that are really keen to get a, a quality water yeah. product because their their water is really inconsistent and yeah. in most cases 
really hard and not very nice. Mm. And so there's, there's definitely opportunities for us over there. We've seen a lot of man caves. I speak to a lot of guys over in the States, mm. and it's mostly guys that I'm speaking to about whiskey usually, and, and they build these man caves and they like try and outdo each other. And I see lark fire as like an essential for a man cave, whether it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. bourbon, scotch, well, mezcal. Yeah. But, but yeah. also we, some of the influencers we're working with in, in the US... They approached us. Yeah. They actually came to us and said, I love this product. Where can I get it? Mm. How can I get it? And we sort of had to say, well, we're still quite small and yeah. we're not quite ready for full on export working with distributors. We're starting to do that. And we've had loads of support. People like Deval Gandhi at Lakes mm. has been massively supportive with the Indian market and mm. connecting us with people over there. So we've got product going out to India. Uh, we've got, uh, we had an inquiry the other day from Taiwan. And Uruguay. Uruguay. Which, when you start to do a little bit of research around these markets, you realise actually there's a huge amount of whiskey consumption going on yeah. and enjoyment and experimentation, which is which is really encouraging. And then we're also talking to some of the bigger distributors about getting into Asia and, and, the, and the UAE and, and various others. So we, we're just going as fast as we can, mm-hmm. but with an eye on what's realistic. Yeah. Because ultimately... We have to establish the brand alongside whiskey brands. Yeah, we don't exist without whiskey. So there, there's not a lot of point in us plowing ahead with export and distribution if we haven't done the job with the whiskey industry. Yeah, and so that's really important. And and actually, that's that's the fun bit for me and Jim mm. because we get to go to these distilleries and these producers and yeah, go yeah. to nice bars and restaurants and talk to people about how the Larkfire can add some value to the experience. And at the same time, we get to. You get to meet some cool people, right? We, we've met yeah, some yeah. amazing people. and Who stood out? Apart from us. Well, apart from you two guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. legends of the industry. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah. You know, real can big names. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can edit that out. Scottish, um, Scottish tempo note, yeah. <laughs> so you know what? We, we, we've had so many people that have really helped us and advised us. You know, I mentioned Colin Scott earlier. We were with Dave Broom last night. Um Charlie McLean couldn't have been nicer to us. You know, he's a, he's a guy that absolutely everybody in the whiskey industry knows. Mm-hmm. But whenever we ask for a little bit of his time or we take him out for lunch or we go and have a few drinks, he's there and he's ready to listen. And he's actually interested in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's been great. More recently, Julianne Fernandez at uh, Distel. Yeah, yeah. We've had her on before. She was really good. Yeah, yeah she's, she, cool. she's amazing. And, yeah. and, and to be honest, that's sort of why we're planning this trip to the Western Isles because Julianne was kind enough to invite us. Um, and say you guys got to come to Bonhaven. Let's do that. You know, let's let's do something over there. Um, I mean, I think she quite likes us because every time she sits on a table at awards dinners, she wins every single award. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, we're like a lucky charm. I think. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, we've met so many really nice people, and um, we're working with Moa Nielsen, yeah. Swedish whiskey girl, who came on our trip to Lewis, has stayed part of the kind of Larkfire family, and now she's. You know, she's writing a blog for us every month, which is amazing. And it's, you know, we're trying to open up to as much of the industry as possible. We have no agenda around how to drink your whiskey, what, how much water you should put into it. We just want everybody to get into whiskey because we love it. And then, shameless plug: where can people buy Larkfire? What's the social? 
Yeah, it's, well, it's available online via our website, obviously. It's also in specialist whiskey shops up and down the country. It's at the House of Brewer if you're travelling up to up to yeah, Scotland. Yeah. Go, you call go there in. for your £8 latte. Yeah, go yeah. for an £8 latte <laughs> or, or, or some fantastic water from well, Lewis. Well, they, they use our water in the lattes, that's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's also available in, in, in a number of bars and restaurants. You'll see it in distilleries as well. So we've just... Uh, just sent off uh, some product to Glen Turret. They're going to be yes. uh, stocking it in the distillery shop, but also using the sparkling for a signature highball in the restaurant, the Michelin starred restaurant. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, great yeah. for us. A uh, real, real good profile. And Colin up there was just being super helpful. We should have invited Colin to our, um, our too, live podcast. Too event, soon, man. It's too soon. Is it? Yeah, Colin was giving me saw the social media last night from. So when we record this, um, the night before we did a, a, a live version with Dave Broom. And I woke up to some nasty text messages from Colin saying, where was my invite? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I just, I just blamed you, Des. A public, a public apology to Colin. <laughs> Slight oversight. Um, and I'll take, I'll take the hit for that. That's fine. Um, actually, Morph and the Larkfire guys really should have invited him, to be fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Especially for all the great work yeah, he's yeah, doing. Yeah, he's doing some great work. But just to be clear, this is not our podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's Daz's podcast. <laughs> when are you, you going to change the name, Daz, to Daz's podcast? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, very, very good, very good. Yeah, when anyway. Me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on that note, gents, been great having you on, as always. Great, great. Well, Good I'm, to looking have forward to, I'm looking forward to the Christmas one at the North Pole. When, <laughs> when are you doing the podcast with Santa? Yeah, yeah. Two little elves. <laughs> uh, I'm glad we're not doing this by Zoom because I'm going to punch you in a second. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys, and thanks yeah, for all thanks your support as well. I, I know we'll get you on our trips and things like that, but you know we need people to work with in this industry, and we we can't thank people enough for how much help they've given us. Over yeah. the course of yeah. the last few years. That's brilliant. Very much appreciated. Yeah. Yeah, thank All right, you guys. Well, thanks a lot. Cheers. 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 Cheers.